Welcome. You are listening to Central Synagogue's podcast, featuring sermons, lectures, and conversations from Manhattan's historic Central Synagogue. I'm Rabbi Angela Bookdahl. Each week, we invite you to listen to messages of strength and hope given by our clergy on Shabbat or Jewish holidays. You can also listen to audio recordings of other programs and lectures given at Central by subscribing to this podcast on the platform of your choice. If you'd like to watch our live stream services or learn more about our congregation, I invite you to visit us at centralsynagogue.org. We hope you enjoy this week's sermon. And raise me up to a world We were sitting around the foot of my grandmother's bed. My family, aunts, uncles, cousins, surrounding her in the comfort of my aunt's home. Once a vibrant, outspoken, quite boisterous, Italian Catholic American woman, my grandma Dee now unfortunately lay unresponsive with advanced dementia. Her eyes had been closed since the night before, and my aunt had called to tell us that this was the end. We all sat around her, sharing stories, holding her hands, laughing, crying as you can imagine, (laughs) laughing some more. And she lay there, no movement, no way for us to know if she was aware of any of it. But when everyone went to eat dinner, I had some alone time with her. My grandma Dee loved Christmas, and every holiday season, we bonded by singing the classics together. It really was the most wonderful time of the year in our home. Our Christmas tree in the living room in our Hanukkah, in the dining room, (laughs) holiday music playing on the record player, and beautifully wrapped presents in green and red and in blue and white. (laughs) On that hot June day in Southern California, I looked at her and I sang, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas and I felt her hand squeeze mine. (laughs) She could hear me. When that song was over, I was so excited, I moved on to the next one. And I looked at her and I sang, chestnuts roasting on an open fire. (laughs) And at the end of that line, her eyes shot open, more open than I had ever seen anyone's eyes. (laughs) They were wide and they were foggy, but they were my grandmother's eyes that I thought I would never see again. A tear streamed down my face, and as she closed her eyes for the final time, a tear streamed down hers. She saw me, and I saw her, and we were connected in an intimate, holy moment. And she passed peacefully in her sleep later that night. In our Torah portion, Vayechi, Jacob lies on his deathbed. 
And in his final hours, his son Joseph brings his sons, Ephraim and Manasseh, to see their grandfather. The Torah reads, Vayar Yisrael et b'nei Yosef. Israel, Jacob, saw the sons of Joseph. Vayomer, mi ele. And he said, who are these children? And Joseph said to his father, they are my sons whom God has given me here. Bring them up to me, Jacob said, that I might bless them. Now, Jacob's eyes were dim with age. He couldn't see. So Joseph brought them close to him. And Jacob kissed them and embraced them. And Jacob said to Joseph, I never expected to see you again. And here, God has let me see your children as well. Without having ever seen them before, Jacob senses the divine spark that existed between himself and his grandsons. His blessing was that eye-opening experience. It is through these intimate, holy moments that the power of connection transcends any physical barrier. We often live unaware that our eyes are closed until something or someone miraculous causes them to open. It happens when a friend thinks to call us at the exact moment we were feeling lonely. It happens when we see the first snowfall and we stand up and look in awe. And it happens when we sing Christmas music to our grandma in June. We can find connection all the time if we just pause to look for it. Dr. Barbara Fredrickson, an expert in positive psychology, found that the more we reflect on these micro-moments of connection, the fewer uh, distinctions we see between ourselves and others. Savoring moments of connection at the end of the day, like we're doing now, helps us overcome our brain's negativity bias, meaning that although we're hardwired to hold on to what's not going well, reflecting on positive interactions helps us sleep better, recover faster, and notice more goodness in the world. So I want to try something a little bit different tonight, and I hope you'll join with me in this journey. Um, So I invite us to all go in with curiosity and to see what comes out the other side. So if you're comfortable, I ask us all to close our eyes for the next two minutes or so, and if not, to just rest your gaze in front of you. Let's settle into a comfortable and upright position, feeling the points of connection between your feet and the floor, your body and the seat. And we'll take a few breaths. Now, we're just going to gently bring to mind a moment of connection 
that you've had in the past week or so. This might be a shared laugh with someone, a meaningful conversation, a hug, or even just a funny text message. As you bring this to mind, try to remember as many sensory details as possible. How did you feel? What was the temperature in the room like? Were you standing? Were you sitting? Perhaps you were smiling. As you savor this memory, feel if there are any changes in your body right now. Maybe your cheeks feel warmer, or your shoulders have relaxed away from your ears. Just notice any areas of ease and rest your attention there for a few seconds. As we begin to close, feel free to send a silent thank you to this person for making that moment possible. And when we're ready, we can softly open our eyes. Thank you for trying that with me. (laughs) This is all to say that there are countless ways to connect with others, with God, with ourselves. Music linked me to my grandma. Blessings linked Jacob to his grandsons. And right here, right now, reflection and prayer link everybody in this room on Zoom anywhere that people are praying with us tonight and those that we held inside of us. We all have the necessary tools for connection. We just have to remember to use them. And we need to use them because we need connection so desperately, especially in hard times like we're living in right now. Seeing goodness and holiness in others and those we love and the potential for goodness and holiness in people that might still be strangers sustains our hope for a better future. My grandma Dee was loud and charismatic and sometimes frustratingly blunt. (laughs) And she wasn't Jewish. She didn't know a word of Hebrew and likely had no idea what I was talking about half the time. But when she heard that I wanted to be a rabbi, she hugged me and she kissed me, just like Jacob did to his grandsons. And then she went out and she bought me this Magen David, this Star of David necklace, because she could see me. And in her memory, I say, blessed are you, Adonai, our God, 
who gives us the ability to see with more than just our eyes. Shabbat Shalom. Thank you for listening to this edition of Central Synagogue's podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you're in the loop on future episodes. And please follow us on social media or watch our live stream at centralsynagogue.org, our Facebook page, or on national cable at the Jewish Broadcasting Service. Thanks again for joining us. Eloheinu neshalom, ve'hamidei